It's All Access with women's basketball head coach, Charity Elliott. I'm your host, Jonathan Grace. Join us as Coach Elliott takes Lions behind the scenes with the women's basketball program, talks about her plan for the season and upcoming events with the team. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, super excited to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, Looking forward to it. Absolutely. So are we. Well, before we get started, we just want to thank our sponsor, LMU Athletics. would like to thank University Credit Union for bringing you today's episode of All Access. University Credit Union is a proud supporter of the Lions family. You can visit your local University Credit Union at ucu.org. And so we'll dive right in. An exciting and, and very full week for you guys. Your first official game of the season taking place last Wednesday. How did it feel to be back on the court facing an opponent that, that wasn't yourself? Yeah, I mean, the, the best part of, of that experience was literally we got to be on the floor. Um, you know, that's kind of what we've all been hoping. We want to have a season. We want to play. And so being able to just step out there um, was, yeah, that was what we were excited about wanting to to get going I mean the challenge was you know the numbers of bodies that we had available um really uh was a tough tough deal for us to deal with so but it is it is what it is and I think a lot of teams in the country right now are are struggling with um kind of depleted rosters and um so you know we learned a lot I'll tell you that we learned a lot last week would you be willing to talk about some of those things that uh, you did learn from this game, some of the major takeaways from this this contest against USC? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, anytime you play an opponent, um, you know, a Power 5 opponent, um, you do that, you know, obviously you want to win every single game, but you also want to challenge yourself, and there's no better way to determine and evaluate where you are as a team than to play a really good opponent. Um, and so that's what we did. And I mean, we saw when we started rushing, when we were hurried, when we weren't calm, uh, we had, you know, way too many turnovers. And the, the difference is our turnovers led to easy baskets for them. Um, and so just talking through kind of a little more patience, um, defensively, um, we got a lot of work to do, you know, and, and I, I've said this a thousand times, you know, fatigue makes cowards of us all and and when we got tired you could tell you know that that we weren't we weren't fighting for those 50 50 balls we weren't pursuing the basketball and rebounds are non-negotiables whether you're tired or whether you're not tired like those are the things that you have to do um so we we were able to really learn a lot um i got to do a better job of of managing our timeouts and trying to keep people a little bit more rested, you know, and uh, again, we learned a lot. I learned a lot. I think our team learned a lot. Um, sometimes you get a false sense of security of how well you're doing. And then you realize, you know what, we're not there yet. And we still got a long way to go. Do you think some of that fatigue you were talking about was, was down to what you mentioned at the beginning of the, of the podcast, that depleted roster? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, no doubt. Yeah, we, we, we just didn't have, there just wasn't enough rest time, to be honest with you. And, you know, hopefully our numbers are, are on the rise and, and we're adding some people and that's very exciting and we're ready for that. Um, you know, but again, it is really tough as a coach to ask a kid to play 40 minutes and to play 40 minutes as hard as you possibly can. And, oh, by the way, you know, you can't get in foul trouble. Yeah, that was the other side of it. We got two kids that had four fouls 
Um, and that made it really, really challenging. And so sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. That's, that's the deal. And, and we learned on Wednesday. And now, you know, we're just ready for a new week. We've had a great week of practice. We had two really tough competitive practices, came back today, and got into a little bit of preparation for this week. Uh, so again, you learn and then you move on. Well, there were a lot of positives in that game as well. Obviously, uh, a lot of the players, Nicole Rodriguez and Kari Clark, uh, two players who you were really excited about, they did really well in that game, uh, and they played all 40 minutes. And I yeah. want to talk about them for, for just a moment. Uh, Kari Clark, she put up some big numbers. She was 12-2-8 and eight in the game. Uh, and, and Nicole and Kari, uh, like I said, both played that full game. How exciting was it for them to get out and actually play a, a game against an opponent and for you to watch uh, all that progress that they've made in the offseason? and come to fruition yeah I uh I I expect the two of them will play a lot of 40 minute games or 38 minute games um because they're they're in in incredible shape and they can do that um I think if you ask both of them they were both very disappointed in how they performed even though um there were a lot of really good things um Nicole shoots the ball and spends more time in the gym than anybody that we have um, and she was really disappointed because she, she knows she's put in the work and, uh, she missed shots that she makes in practice. Um, I thought Kari, um, Kari, you know, we're asking uh, someone like a Kari to step into a brand new role where last year, you know, she played six, eight, 10, 12 minutes maybe. And now, um, she needs to be a factor for us and, that's a there's a lot that your your mind has to get used to that that's a real shift in preparation for your game and just mindset going into a game um and and i think she as well would say she was disappointed in her performance um and again the two of them are such such high achievers um perfectionists if you will you know, two of probably our hardest workers and, and, and I expect them to just continue to get more comfortable out there um, every day and every game. Well, it was really exciting just from a fan's perspective to see them out there and see these players that there's been a lot of hype about in the offseason. You know, Kari, you said she was someone who really, really improved and you were very impressed with and, you know, yeah. had a, a really good game. 12 points out there was was an awesome performance. And Nicole Rodriguez as well uh, for her first stand in a collegiate game. You know, I know you right. said she was, she was pretty hard on herself for her performance, but, you know, to come away with six points, four assists and nine rebounds against a team like USC is, is no small feat. And you're, Jonathan, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. She, she, she uh, did so many things right. And sometimes, you know, as coaches, uh, we do focus and we look at the things that we want to fix and the things that need to be corrected. Um, and, you know, both of them in particular, they just, they want that feedback. You know, what do I need to do better? What do I need to do better? And I think sometimes, those kind of players can also get too much inside their own heads um, and almost, you know, that ana uh, paralysis by analysis. So part of it for them is, is literally, look, you have done the work. Now just go play. You know, don't overthink everything, just play. And, you know, again, I, I, I have to also take a step back because nobody likes to lose. But sometimes when I look at realistically what we had on the floor, CC Ellington was the only one who had a lot of experience. I mean, Megan is now stepping into, and I thought Megan, Megan did really well in what she needed to bring to us 
she um she was the practice she was a player of the week for us last week um and just really comes with the mindset but you know it's not like she played a ton last year Kari didn't play a ton Nicole's brand new Natalia um again first collegiate game so I also want to be realistic about my expectations but also keep pushing it's a it's really a balance now of pushing and then making sure there's that confidence within them as well how do you as a head coach go about creating an environment that that both pushes these athletes to be better and work on things that they need to improve but also be encouraging and fostering confidence yeah i think so much of that is the communication and just you know like um saturday you know we had a tough practice and and it's like look ladies this is why we're doing this and and i think they really value just the why why we're pushing why we're stretching why we're you know on you so much because you can be great and even though these are really challenging times and we can come in here and just butter you up and make you just feel good that isn't going to accomplish the goals that we have so but but right now we're looking at six or seven players that we got to keep them well physically mentally emotionally through a long season so you know we we can't do the old school just you know kick them when they're down that is absolutely the last thing we want to do so telling them and communicating this is why we're pushing you because we need to get better at x y and z um i think helps them understand that this is not there's no punishment there's no nobody's angry but we need to get better and this group in particular has been really really resilient in that and buying into feedback well it's really exciting to see i know one of the the you know tenants of this season and part of grid is good to great and you know just as a fan watching this and, and someone who watches a lot of lmu basketball you know it was exciting to see some of the the flaws of last season's team already being remedied i know last season you know the scoring tended to be a little bit one-sided it would be one or two players who had standout games but this season you know in this first game you had four lions in double digit right. points which was fantastic great. that's a great point yeah, CeCe Ellington, who had a great season last year, she's got a lot of games on her belts and a lot of minutes, had the same amount of points out there as, as Megan Mandel, who, as you said, didn't play a lot of minutes last year, and, and that was awesome. And Megan, just by herself, outblocked the whole Trojans team. So right. there, there are, I feel like, a lot of positives to take away. Well, I, I really do agree with you. And I, I one of the first things I saw is the four and double figures. Um, and that's really... Um, I think going to be a calling card for our team because we do have a lot of people that can be effective um, scoring um, and and shot selection becomes really important. Sharing the basketball, you know, this is as an unselfish as a group as I've been around. Like they really, it's we don't have anybody that's out here. I have to get mine. I have to get my shots up, and that makes this group special um we're sharing we did we're sharing the ball we're moving the ball we took some quick shots I don't think we took poor shots but we took some quick shots where and again it's like uh, Natalia is one of the best shooters in the in the conference for sure well she's got to get her legs under her she's got to get but but those are good shots for her but 
with the momentum of the game, there might have been some quick shots that we'd take. And I don't know if that makes uh, do does that make sense what I'm saying? seemed like there was there were quite a few times where you know she had done a good job of creating space for herself but had very little time to get the ball off and uh, to me I feel like that was what contributed to you know she was three for 11 from downtown but she still made three really solid uh, long distance balls yes right right and she is I mean again once once she gets in in game shape and kind of back to where we she's gonna be She's going to be a really special player. She is super smart. Her IQ is off the charts um, on the floor. And, and it's, you know, again, there's so many positives. I think the greatest challenge for this year is, is just keeping everybody healthy and, and, you know, managing the highs and the lows. Um, you look at, there's already been multiple teams in our conference that have had some positive tests and are out for the next two weeks. So really trying to, be cautious, be careful, take care of ourselves and just stay together. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot to be excited about. There really is. And it's, it's a really, and I, I, I want to say this because I think coaching is, is hard enough in general. I think coaching in this time with the challenges of whether it's injuries, opt-outs, COVID testing, um, Family members, we're, we're worrying about family. We can't go home for Christmas if we live out of state. I mean, there's there's a lot that is going on. And I think, you know, as coaches, we have to take a little bit of a step back and to make sure that we are taking care of our players and that their emotions and their their, their mindset and emotionally they're, we're doing well. Because you know how crazy it is sometimes to be just – stuck in a little bubble and really that's what that's that's what we've got going on um and i i think it's a it's a really challenging time to be coaching right now and you know just continue to pray for uh just the health and safety of all of all of those that are um you know trying to make this happen and i i give a huge shout out to our administration and to the athletic training room and all of the people that are just you know, trying to make this season work for us. Um, we've got a kid that's just joined us uh, from the softball team. And I give a huge shout out to uh, our new softball coach, uh, Coach Flowers. She is like, yeah, man, let, let, you know, let her, she wants to do it, let her do it. And, you know, Morgan has been a great addition to us. Just her energy has been fantastic. So it's just a year that is unlike any year that any of us have ever experienced. Yeah, this year has, has certainly thrown a ton at everyone and especially, you know, college athletes. And, you know, I can say just from what I've heard about how, you know, the athletics department is handling testing and safety. And from what I've seen firsthand, uh, having broadcast the, you know, one of the men's games at home, you know, they really are on top of it. They, you know, a huge shout out to everyone that that's involved and, and you know, all the athletes as well for keeping themselves vigilant and holding each other yes. accountable. It's, it's really, it's awesome to see, you know, because yes. you know, a healthy team is a team that's able to go out there and actually play and, that's and enjoy right. the game so it's it's awesome to see that's right and, and Jonathan you you nailed it there's so many people working behind the scenes to make sure these things are happening you know the from having hand sanitizer to masks to just everything that that is happening the testing yeah there's a there's a lot of thank yous to go around for sure 
Well, you hinted at something there, and I want to talk about it uh, a little bit more. Morgan DeBoard coming over, obviously, from the softball team. How has she fit into the dynamics of this basketball team, and what's that change been like for her? Well, it, it's kind of funny because, um, you know, we, we've, we've had some injuries, some that are, you know, uh, going to take a while, and then a couple of, a couple of injuries that, that they're going to be back sooner rather than later, which is very exciting. Um, but we were really to a point where my coaches are practicing on a daily basis. And while they're phenomenal basketball players, um, when they're practicing, they're not coaching. Um, and, and so I literally just put a kind of a shout out or, or, or I threw it out there to our head coaches. And I, I have to, again, just give such a thank you to all of the head coaches who have, have just been fantastic. And we had a couple that were very interested. Morgan played high school basketball in Oregon and, and was an all-state player. Um, she's, uh, you know, she's, she's a little on the smaller side, but I tell you what, she's picking things up. She's very positive. She's talking. I mean, she's jumping into drills and, you know, it's been a year and a half since she's touched basketball. Um, and she just helps us you know, she helps us allow, you know, the primary players to maybe be able to take a breather here while she's on the scout team. They don't have to flip and be on both offense and defense. She's allowing maybe one of our coaches to not have to be on the floor playing where they can focus more on the coaching side of it. So huge shout out to her. She's just jumped right in. And again, to um, Coach Flowers, who who just graciously, you know, said, "Yeah, just just don't let her get hurt, please," and because she's a heck of a softball player too. Um, but that's the LMU community and the LMU family. We've got a men's soccer player who's going to be joining us as a practice player, and uh, I mean, that's I've learned. I, I've always known this, but I've actually experienced just the LMU family and the community, especially amongst the coaching staff and the coach and and the players. Um, the athletes of, Hey, what do you need? How can we help you? Um, so it's been, there's been some really, really positives come out of, um, you know, nobody wants to have seven players on their team, um, you know, that are able to play. And yet we're in this situation right now for a little bit longer and um, we've got other people stepping up and helping us. So again, such a, so grateful for, LMU and the coaches and the athletes and just the administration and just everybody. I mean, what a cool thing to see as well. You know, I'm sure it's it's a lot of fun for these athletes as well who get to be a little bit out of their element, but, you know, play basketball in a sport that they also really enjoy. Do you think this this is something that would have been possible in a year that didn't involve so much, you know, confusion with COVID and oh, everything like that? Oh, oh no, 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 no. I, I, I just doesn't happen. I mean, first of all, Coaches are very protective of their own players, and I totally get that. Um, but, you know, we, our roster, you know, we still have an international kid that hasn't been able to get here uh, because of, of the legal aspect of, of a first-time entering freshman. Um, you know, you have, you have an opt-out. You have some injuries that have just crept up. We've got some transfers who are sitting here wanting to play, but yet they are not allowed to. So most of there's a lot of those circumstances that, you know, would not be the case if this were just more of a normal year. 
So yeah, no, this is, and I think that's why Morgan and, and, and coach flowers were just like, you know what, this is a, this is just an experience. Just, you want to do it. You love basketball just get out there and play and have fun. Um, and, and then, you know, she's going to have a, a full group of new teammates that are going to go out and support the softball team. That's, that to me is, is some of the, the benefits that are going to come out of this whole thing. Oh, that's awesome. It's so cool. I mean, it, you know, again, I, I can't help but think that this is something that uh, might be unique to LMU. I don't know many other schools that would be willing to do something like this. And, and what a cool thing, you know, for these, these athletes to get to get out there and, and play some basketball. Agreed. A hundred percent. Now, again, this isn't a situation that we wanted to happen or hope to happen ever again. Right. Um, but we are, Morgan is, is a really exceptional young lady and uh, it's not easy to jump in, not knowing anybody, but, and then I think she would say our team has been very welcoming as well. Um, so yeah, it's, that's, that's been a real positive for us. Well, uh, you said that this team has been really welcoming, and I think that hits on something really important. You've talked also about the sense of family that's been built not only within the athletics department, but also within this team. How do you think, you know, all the craziness of this year has kind of turned into a positive in building that sense of community and family in this team? You know, I, you mentioned some of these out-of-state players, international players who can't go home for, for yeah. Thanksgiving if they celebrate that or Christmas if they celebrate that holiday as well. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. I, I think we're all we got right now. Um, and we we're choosing to go through this together and we're choosing to take care of each other through this time. Um, I know that, you know, several players, um, I, you know, when I'm checking in with our international and our out of state kids, I mean, they all had places to go. They were all good and all covered by teammates. Um, and, and again, you know, because we're having, you know, you commit, you make a commitment that I am going to stay, I'm going to be cautious. I'm going to stay in a bubble um, in, uh, you know, as much of a bubble as possible. I'm turning down things that maybe in a normal situation, I would, yeah, I wouldn't hesitate to go hang out with friends. I, I can't do that right now because, you know, we got games coming up and I, I don't want to do anything that might jeopardize that. And again, there are circumstances where things just happen. That's, the COVID world we're living in right now, but we're going to do everything in our power to be safe and responsible because we're all in this together. And I think that that has created so much of a sense of family and sense of community because literally they're the only people I see. <laughs> they're the only people I see and we're the only people they see. And, um, and we're in, and it's, it's, and we're enjoying it, you know, we're enjoying it. And I think, if we lose, if we get into this, if we treat this season as, oh man, there's so many ways this could go negative and go south. And we have to stay grateful for the opportunity. Um, there are things we cannot control that have occurred. We got to control the controllables and get out there and just compete and work to get a little bit better every day. Good to great. And, and if we continue with that, you know, I really, I really like my team. I love, uh, I love the ability that we have. We just need a few more bodies to help us uh, get through, you know, what we're going through right now. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, for those who are, who are on the injury reserve list, you know, I'm hoping for a speedy recovery there. So I'm sure they're itching to get back on the court as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting closer, Jonathan. We're getting a lot closer and hoping, hoping for some good news. Um, 
you know, in the next week or so that I can share with you. So maybe next week I'll have some really good news to share with you. All right. Well, next week can't come soon enough. Well, coach, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much again for, for sitting down to chat with us this week. I know you just are fresh out of practice. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. Love it. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, go Lions. Absolutely. Go Lions. And fans, if you want to stay up to date with everything happening with the LMU women's basketball team, you can follow them at LMU Lions WB on Instagram and Twitter to see what the Lions are up to this season. You can also stay in the loop right here by listening to this podcast and by reading the monthly letters straight from Coach Elliott's desk at LMULions.com. Coach, thanks again for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Lions, thank you for joining us for All Access with Charity Elliott. Join us next time as Coach Elliott continues to take you behind the scenes with the women's basketball program. Until then, have a great week and go Lions. Go Lions. Coach, thanks so much. Thank you. That was fun. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the next one.